Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who'll have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. On this week's program, award-winning author and satirist Jeff Chrysler joins Duke economist Dan Ariely to explain why it makes sense to cheat in business. Chrysler, who delivers programs on cheating for MBA students and corporate leaders, explains why, ethics aside, there's simply no good reason not to cheat. Jeff Chrysler, I'm honored. It's not so often that I get a famous uh, thought a leader, business consultant, a financial guru to come to uh, talk to me for such um, in, in my little podcast. And I know you usually uh, get much more acclaimed and speaking fees and all kinds of people chasing after you. So I'm very happy you gave me a few minutes of your time. Um, so I just want to know in general, when you give these big motivational talks and speeches to CEO and companies, what is kind of your basic message to them? The basic message is that none of us are as rich as we want to be. And the reason we're not as rich as we want to be is that we're full of fear. And the fear, I try to convince people, is irrational. Because the rational mind realizes fear is based upon this, as you might know as an economist, a cost-benefit analysis. You weigh the benefits of being extraordinarily rich through cheating, which is my method to cheat like all the great ones have. And the benefits are things like mansions and yachts and billions of dollars. You weigh those benefits against the costs, and then you sit there and think about what are the costs, and you realize that no one's in jail for starting the financial crisis, that most cheaters don't really, if at worst, they get a slap on the wrist. You know, Goldman Sachs was fined $500 million, which they make in the time it takes most of us to write a bad mortgage check. And so as a rational economic actor, I try to show these people, often high-powered corporate executives, leaders of the investment banking industry, business school students, that they should use that rationality that they have to realize Without any real risk, without any real cost, there's nothing holding them back from pursuing their dreams of richness through cheating. Okay, so the basic idea is that you're saying, let's embrace the cost-benefit analysis. That's the thing that really should matter. Anything outside of the cost-benefit analysis is irrelevant. It's just your own emotional, measly reaction. Get over it and and do the cost-benefit analysis. And when you look clearly at the cost-benefit analysis, the benefits of cheating are tremendous. And the cost, you know, in a different universe might be substantial, but the way things are working right now, the cost is incredibly low. Right. This is this is a movement of the moment, if you will. This is a movement sort of in this time when, as you said in the past, maybe there'd be punishment for doing immoral and ethical things. But like right now, uh, beheading no and cutting hands and stuff like that. Exactly. But, but none of that happens. Now, you know, the worst that happens is you get put in front of some reporters and you have to do a perp walk and then a little bit later you end up on Dancing with the Stars and you have a book and a TV show. So there's no real risk. Okay, actually it might be positive. So with this little risk, you're saying that the the power of the cost-benefit analysis have changed, the shift in the equation, and now more than ever it's worthwhile to cheat more because the, the cost is just is just minimal. And how how is your message being recepted? I mean, it looks like um, you've been doing very well if we just look at the news and the press over the last few years. Yeah, a lot of my disciples have, have made quite a good name for themselves in, in all industries. I mean, it don't, it's not just about uh, business. It's sports and politics and showbiz. Um, every page of the newspaper is covered uh, with cheaters, and I'm sure many of your listeners have at least read about newspapers on the Internet. And it's been well-received. I think people's only hesitation is about sort of a morality or an ethics to it, uh, sort of feeling like it's wrong. 
which again is a matter of me convincing them to, to really analyze it rationally, that right and wrong is a social construct. It's something that we're told by forces that we don't really have any reason to believe. So if we define ration, if we sign uh, right and wrong ourselves, we realize that whatever we do can fit into whichever category we want. So I try to get people to lose this notion of uh, caring for the whole community, lose the notion of right and wrong and morality and ethics, because when you have enough money, you can make your own morality and ethics, as all of the great cheaters have done. So you came to my class a couple of times, and you talked to the students. And if I, if I would describe the reaction that they had, I would say that they were both mesmerized and appalled. Uh, when you were talking to them about how the best way to get rich is to cheat, they understood. When you asked them to imagine what they would do with the first 20 or 30 million dollars they would get by cheating, uh, they started imagining all kinds of wonderful things and kind of sucked into a dream of what they would do with all this money. But then at the same time, they were, they were appalled. From your perspective of the podium giving these talks, what kind of metamorphosis do you see in your audience? I start with this idea of dream about all you can get with money which I think allows people the freedom to imagine being wealthy like we see on TV. And so uh, what really happens is that as sort of a, a larvae, if you will, to stick with a metamorphosis uh, image, they have this gleam in their eye. They're excited for what's possible. And then depending on which way they go and how they feel internally when it's revealed that what they need to do to get this money nowadays is to cheat and be unethical, or what used to be called immoral, they change either into a butterfly or they sort of wilt. And it's fascinating to watch people react to it because there's humor throughout the presentation and people will laugh, but the laughter, it's not always clear if they're laughing with me or at me. Uh, and at what point they might be converted to thinking I'm not really advocating what I'm saying, or if I am advocating what I'm saying. I mean, the, the idea of being driven by self-interest and pursuing money and everything else will take care of themselves is well ingrained in many people's thought process for how they should approach their life. So there's a lot of truth for some people in what I'm saying. Uh, so it's actually fascinating to see a portion of the audience in any setting, whether it's business schools or corporations or theaters, kind of grapple internally with, is this real or not? Yeah, and, and it's, it's kind of interesting to, to figure out how long it takes to people to realize that you're a, a comedian, a very good comedian, and this is a, kind of a reflection on society and not real, real preaching. And I, I remember when you and I were uh, at one of the events talking one after the other, somebody came at the end of the uh, evening and asked you for your business card because they wanted your <laughs> real advice mm-hmm. um, on this. So, and, and my students too, I have to say, I think all of them understood by the end of the hour that this was a joke, uh, but it took them a very long time, some of them longer than, longer than others. Which is humbly, I think, more reflection on uh, where we are in society than on my skills as a uh, satirist, but um, I'll take credit for either. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with economist and New York Times best-selling author Dan Ariely of Duke University. Dan's latest book is The Honest Truth About Dishonesty. You can subscribe to the Arming the Donkeys podcast and learn more about dishonesty, irrationality, and other human quirks at danarielli.com.